What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 99 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. It's me, motherfuckers, and I am, of course, joined by It's You, motherfuckers, Scott Simmons, co-host of, again, your favorite fucking podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about, what the fuck else did I talk to you about? We literally had 16 class wins in 12 hours. I, I, I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. So I'm going to fucking talk about how in the world did this go down? How was this engineered and orchestrated from the top down? Because let me tell you, that was fucking wild. I, I felt like I was like on a roller coaster, just kept getting better and better all day Saturday. So inside there's some really good tidbits about what went down, what happened, how things went. Uh, I basically turned a war room uh, uh, at the hotel on Saturday. So inside there's some really good stuff. Take your notes out. Be ready. Be a fucking winner. As always, brought to you by Revive Supplements. Brought to you by Raw Supplements. Leave me five stars. See you inside. I would say we've had a pretty big weekend here uh, with Team Haley. Man, really pretty big, uh, what, like six weeks, really. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, yesterday we recorded with Kim. And we announced, yep. you know, that she's coming on board. Um, uh, as of... While this podcast is being recorded, we have 36 current inquiries to come on board for her 10 roster spots. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's insane. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's bonkers. I'm assuming we'll probably be around 70 by uh, tomorrow. So, you know, that's cool. That's It's really, really neat to just kind of see, I guess, what the brand's turned into. Um, but, you know, we, you know, we <clears throat> kind of reverse, uh, reversing from there. I mean, Saturday, quite frank, like I've, follow bodybuilding for what five six years pretty deeply now i've never seen anyone have 16 wins yeah. in one day it's a big day that's ball yeah that was crazy that's bonkers um i mean yeah Across, I, I, was it five states five states yeah. three time zones three different npc divisions um and then in one federation outside of the npc where katrina earned two pro cards um like i mean it was it was complete dominance mm-hmm. and Outside the 16 wins, we had six, seven, maybe eight, somewhere in there, second place finishes. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're knocking on the door and all of those, too. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, the show scores haven't all been posted yet. Okay. I know. Is that uh, when you get to see the feedback? No, so the feedback you email the judges for. Okay. Um, and the judges end up, you know, getting back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Daria up in Washington, she lost one of her classes by one point, which okay. sucks. Okay. Um, it's really difficult for me to look at what Kim did and view either of the, of the losses, either of the classes she didn't finish first in as a loss, mm-hmm. um, to be quite frank with you. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, in yesterday's podcast, there's no sour apples. I mean, she was, sure. she was just way better. She stood out sure. way too much sure. Um, sure. in that lineup. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, we're, we're, we're going to get, <clears throat> we're, we're going to get payback here really soon. <laughs> I, I really want to see the points or hear what you find out for the points for Brandon and Kim. Cause Brandon's open Brandon's bodybuilding was very interesting. Huh? Yeah. Cause yeah. the dude who he lost to was pretty fat. He was pretty out of shape. But he and he was a but he's bigger, right? He was bigger, yeah. yeah. But you know, he, he had no lower body condition. Yep. He was yep. really soft from the back. He was very top heavy. Yeah, I definitely had that as a very easy win. Okay. That was a very easy okay. class win. Yep. Um, so you know, we're we're gonna see what the judges say. And um, you know, when I do get the judges' feedback from there, quite frank, um, that sh- that was the worst show I've ever been to. <laughs> Uh, the, the Adela Garcia classic, yeah, yeah, the Adela Garcia classic here in Austin. That was the absolute, that, that, that was a shit show. Yeah. And I'll give you a few items why. So you guys can kind of LOL yep. with me. Number one, the show promoter was trying to fight someone outside the venue. Um, yeah, after she, she kicked somebody out, they shut down the show for what? 20 minutes so that they, they could they have paused. A, they paused <laughs> so they could have a power trip. So they sold more tickets than what they had capacity for. Right. Yeah. So they were selling Santa room only tickets because all the seats were sold out this, everything the, was socially distanced it, it's a hotel yeah. ballroom yeah and the layout was there were two chairs mm-hmm. together all spread out six feet apart so yeah. probably a hundred seats so yeah 100 120 140 okay. somewhere in there and then there were probably an additional hundred people across the back yeah more than that you think so yeah i would say like in, in the shape of a u yeah across the wall of the room yeah so just envision that yeah 
and envision the ability to spread out, which you don't have any. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have it because they told us earlier in the show you have to stay against the wall. Yep. So you're not really allowed to like stagger out there, right? Yep. So they shut down the show uh, for a minute and the two promoters were just like screaming at people like separate six feet. You know, everyone started moving. Like, everyone started doing, you sure. know, their Sure, some of them were slow. Sure. Because some people, you know, didn't want to move or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, everyone was like moving as much as possible. And then the show promoter goes down and starts screaming without a mask on. Actually, without a mask. Good on. fucking point. I didn't even think about oh, you that. You didn't notice that? No, I did. I now yeah. I noticed it, but I didn't even think about it. She was literally yeah. yelling at people with ma- without, without a, mask, a on. mask on. What the fuck? Um, so you know, keep their masks on to socially distance more. And everyone's like, "Where do you want me to go? Like, yeah. I have nowhere to go. You sold me this ticket. I'm in here. Tell me socially distance. I have nowhere to go because you guys, you know, overpacked. You know what mm-hmm. you were allotted to do. Yep. So they're just screaming at everyone. Everyone's like, "Well, what do you want us to do?" And then she kicks someone out, and then literally tried fighting her out in front of the show i mean in it's the lobby it's the trashiest thing that, I, that yeah. you've ever seen in your life yeah. right um they ran out of they ran out of trophies yeah, <laughs> yeah. so none of the bikini girls actually got any trophies yep. they were taking down a pen and paper list of everyone's name yeah what place they finished in a class and their phone numbers are going to call them and apparently ship them trophies and i highly doubt it's actually going to happen God. so the f- figure girls let's, didn't let's, get all their trophies let's not forget also that they forgot to bring Brandon on stage. Yeah. For the novice. Yeah. yeah. And and they that happened to multiple competitors. Well, first, even the night before, like everyone's heights, everyone that they were like, Yeah, they're measuring you and they, they were measuring you. people so wrong. Really? Like so off. Yeah, they said Brandon was five five. Like Brandon's five seven. You know, like Brandon's not a tall guy. How how do you mess that up? Because the ruler doesn't change. <laughs> it's amazing, right? It's not calibrated. <laughs> Like they didn't have calibration. What do you mean calibration? You need a ruler. <laughs> Literally. That's all you need is a fucking you need measuring ruler. tape. So, you know, a lot of people didn't uh, you know, get to do you know, like if you're crossing over between bodybuilding and classic, yeah. like okay. Brandon was, Brandon wasn't able to do classic because they measured him two inches shorter than he is, and they were like, Well, you're two pounds over the weight limit, and he only had 15 minutes till check-ins close, and they don't do any refunds. But the issue is it's not the athlete's fault. It was their fault. And then yeah. we later find out that that happened to about six people. Damn. So they just stole all their money. Damn. Yeah. Because Damn. their the yeah, fuck? because their shit was, you know, really bad. Yeah. Um the uh, you know the show lasted about four hours longer than it really should have lasted it was um, due to just how poor everything was kind of backstage you know on stage um the entire thing we showed up for prejudging for men's prejudging in the morning and it was like 905 and they still hadn't started yet right and then there's a bunch of people that are in the venue and they kick everyone out because everyone has to go get these wristbands and take us, but they just were letting everyone come in a little bit ago and then they start yelling at everyone to get out because they have to get wristbands. There was no booth or table <laughs> set up to get wristbands. Like I remember we were all outside was, so confused. Yeah, it was nine o'clock and they just started setting it up. Yeah, they just started setting it up. And we were all so confused, like what we don't need to show our tickets to anybody. We don't need to yeah. wristbands or anything. So we all go in and we're like waiting for a show to start. Now, like I said, it's like 905, 906 and they start kicking everyone out. Now they have this little wristband station set up where they only had one person working, mm-hmm. like scanning everyone's tickets, putting the fucking like, like it was the absolute, it was the worst show that I've ever, I, you can't dream of a worse run show. I than bet the they Adela Garcia classic. I bet they could have cut off. They could probably like four hours. I, I think four hours. In, if it was in total, even decently run in total, like from yeah. the beginning to the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pathetic. So it was there, sad. We got there at nine. So yeah. I got there at seven yeah. to get makeup ready. Yeah. And we left. When did we leave? Left around five, five, five thirty. Yeah. Five thirty. It's a long ass fucking day. And I mean, how many competitors were there? Like 150, maybe like it should have taken seemed like the biggest group so i'm sure bikini was figure might have been up the longest. they moved faster at bikini yeah, yeah yeah they 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 did you know they, they were doing pre-judging finals back to it it shouldn't have taken close that long yeah um but you know then you know the judging it didn't seem like the judging was very good either um but you know with that one we're gonna get feedback see scores and when i get feedback you know i'm gonna send pictures um see i'm really fucking good at my job mm-hmm. right i'm really fucking good at what i do mm-hmm. i'm gonna send pictures of national level competitors of my clients mm-hmm. and then the people who they deemed beat my clients because mm-hmm. the precedent is set for us on based on what, what the judge, what judging is happening on the national level. Mm-hmm. I'm a national level coach. And in Austin, we don't have many of those. Most of, you know, coaches in Austin are more local level people. There, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like 
a lot of you know people have a lot of impact and a lot of success i i I want to be coaching against the absolute best like Mm -hmm. i want to be putting myself in extremely uncomfortable scenarios for my clients to get the fucking shit pushed in Mm -hmm. right um i think that's fun and it's fun winning at the elite level yeah and so you know i go to all these shows i'm not sure if any other coaches there have been to a national show this year um my client's conditioning is very different from others it looked different It, it yeah visually every can, single person looks different see who's team alien you know quite yeah. frank who's not right yeah because the expectation is so much higher everybody was much leaner yeah I noticed yeah that. we're much tighter we're much more better peaked we're much yeah. you know, j- just honestly better mm-hmm. um better i don't say it in a cocky way i said and you know i mean we won 16 fucking times in a day i'm pretty sure i <laughs> pretty sure i said we won a hell of a lot more than we lost on that day right? yeah so you know, I, I'm going to send over to the judges. You know, this is the feedback of my client. This is what's been shown on the national stage. And this is a person you deem beat my client. So I'm just confused by, you know, what exactly do you want? What it, who is setting the precedent? What is mm-hmm. the precedent being set? Um, so, you know, pretty poor show. Will I ever send clients there again? You know, I'm sure I will. It's here in Austin. Right? Yeah. Will I send really high level clients there? Probably not. Mm. Um, will I send an arsenal in there like I would like to be able to have? Here in Austin, probably not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, we're going to do our own show down here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's going to be the big one. Yeah. And I first went into this talking to Tony and Stephen, like, you know, when when I do my own show, I'm not going to have any of my clients do it. And, you know, after seeing the shit show that went down Saturday, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thing about me is. But you're you're going to be unbiased. That's the same. If your client, I'm, if I'm your not, client is worse than your shit. I don't want to have worse. anything to do with the judges. I don't want to have anything to do with anything. Yeah. I want to run, run a really good show because I know that I can. Yeah. And, you know, I want to have my clients there, um, you know, competing against, mm-hmm. you know, the, the best people from central Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sad. It was sad to see. It's, it also, you know, it, it kind of, I always wondered why Austin lagged behind Columbus so much in terms of the bodybuilding community. Mm-hmm. Well, now it kind of makes more sense. Sure. Like seeing a show run like that, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, quite frank, it is really frustrating, mm-hmm. but not everyone has the same level of exceptional standard. Sure. Right? I mean, you've seen some, some bad shows. I've seen career. some bad shows and I've seen some amazing shows. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, every single year you go, I go to what? 40 shows, 30 shows. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've seen a lot and I'm grateful to be able to do that, but Everyone who's down here, you know, did really, really well. Um, you know, we had Alexa, Jasmine, Kim, Brandy here in Austin. And every time one of them took the stage, I mean, the place just erupted. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, what, 30 Team Haley people there mm-hmm. um, who were in the crowd supporting. Um, it's cool because, you know, everyone kind of knows who we are, too. Like, yeah. A lot of my clients have people walk up like, fuck, you're like, you're with Justin? Like, fuck, how's that? Like, yeah, I really want to hire him as my coach. That's sure. what I see. Sure. Um, you know, and that makes me... That makes me feel good because the, the brand is just so strong. It's so mm-hmm. powerful, right? But when you have people on the front lines, you know, like Alexa, like Jasmine, like Kim, like Brandon, who are um, just, they, 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 they carry the brand in a positive light. Yeah. And then, you know, in other states, like up in Washington, we had Cecily and uh, Daria at the same show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have Brooke, we had Phil, we had Katrina, you know, we, we, we have people you know, everywhere who just like truly, truly represent the brand and like, you know, buy into what it means to be on this team. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's them that's kind of pushing that, promoting that, like it's them that these people want to be part of. Um, I'm just kind of an orchestrator, which is a fun role to play, but it was cool. You know, seeing everyone's success, you know, obviously Alexa brought home an overall win um, and figure in the novice class. That was dope. Uh, watching her and Jasmine battle it out for the overall in that the was open class. That was dope. That was uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah, they were both on point. They were both really, really, really good. So, um, you know, we, we lost the overall battle. You know, Alexa, how long did we die for? We died for like maybe 11 weeks for this show or something like that. Um, and you know, so not much time and, you know, now we have three more weeks till the next one. Um, I have really big plans for her. Mm-hmm. I have, she is a, she is, she's a fucking star. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really is. So huge plans for Alexa. Um, they go far beyond, uh, even just what we're going to do in three weeks. Uh, Jasmine seasons, uh, shut down. Now we're going to grow. Uh, so she gets in very, she gets in elite level conditioning. Mm-hmm. We just need size. Yeah. We need a lot of size. She needs to be like eight pounds heavier on stage. Um, I think Kim season's just getting started. You know, she's going to do one in three weeks. Uh, quite frank, she's too good to not be on national stage this year. 
Brandon's doing the one in three weeks, uh, and then we'll conclude his season. We're going to grow him into a light heavyweight. Um, man, like the conditioning from those two people that show were gnarly. Like Brandon's first show, and you know he's he's absolutely peeled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, outside of the guy who won uh, the the overall there at that show, like he was he was the best bodybuilder there, and that's that's why I get frustrated, mm-hmm. right? That's why I get frustrated. Cause it's like, I mean, fuck, dude. Like he mopped that dude's floor. Yeah. Like, like I, I can't wait to get feedback from the head judge on this. Yeah. Sure. I got a lot of things to say. <laughs> like, sure. like quite. Yeah. What's hard is like, well, you can so, see it. Oh, it was his, especially on his back shot. Yeah. Especially like his hamstring yeah. is glued and his back. It was so evident. Yeah. And then um, I, I looked at, cause I did some of the stage shots and yeah. I looked at his side chest and I remember the first time I saw your side chest in the strike. Yeah. I don't know the striations, but the cuts between the muscles yeah. on the side of the, th- thigh yeah and like between the hamstring and the quad yeah his is so prominent yeah and yeah. i couldn't see the other i got the other guy in the shot yeah there's couldn't not see it. well there yeah. wasn't any yeah and you know, so so that one was frustrating you just kind of like wonder like what happened here with the judging right yeah because you know you pour your passion into the sport and you pour your passion to your client and your client doesn't get what they clearly earned mm-hmm. right um and like you know i told him after the show it's like man like there's one show in america that you lose to that guy on you know this right today and apparently it's this one I, I'm very good. I'm the most critical fucking person myself and my clients. Mm-hmm. And him and Kim deserve to win. <laughs> <laughs> Kim like, surprised me. Like yeah. Kim was the Kim was an absolute disgrace. Like, Dude, if we're being quite honest, it was I, an absolute disgrace. I will disgrace. say Kim did so well for yeah. her stage presence for dude. the first time. Because she was so she was nervous she about was it. Nervous. And dude. she I she asked me, she goes, What do you think? Yeah. And I was like, you look like you knew what you were yeah, doing. You look <laughs> like you've been doing this for a long yeah, ass fucking the, time. Her, her walk, her style, yeah. the swag she put on. Everything. I mean, it was good. Yeah, yeah. She has a fantastic yeah. smile. Yeah. Um, and it, it captures your attention as a judge for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so yeah, there were some interesting calls. Um, but, you know, I'm just excited to see these people's growth in the sport. You know, this was really all these people like it was really their first show. Now, Lux and Jasmine have been on stage before, quite frank, and they know this, too. They weren't good. They weren't mm-hmm. prepared. They weren't good. They didn't have good leadership. The last time, though, it was, a, it was a while. A long time. Yeah. Alexa was 2017. I think Jasmine was 2016. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it was like they're, they're, it was their first time really being competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of wins out of that uh, out of that group before. I'm really excited about Sin Up in Washington, uh, we have, dude, Cecily's star in the making. Mm-hmm. True novice winner. Novice winner. Open class winner and open figure. Second in the overall. The girl who beat her in the overall is a monster. And Cecily was right there with her. Yeah. Like, dude, she's good. Really? She is fucking, she's special in the sport. She'll be an IBB pro by 2022. Um, and honestly, she has a structure to go far more than just being a, just being, just having that title. Sure. Of, of a pro. Yeah. And she's going to Dallas? Yeah, yeah. She's going to be in Dallas. Her whole yeah. family's coming down. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, uh, you know, I, I coach her dad too, Matt. Oh, you do? Um, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, That's yeah. fucking cool. And then her mom trains with Kelly. Okay. With Kelly Igo. That's right. You told me there was a yeah. whole family here. Yeah, whole family. We have two That's whole cool. families. That's you know, train with us, right? Uh, and actually, then today I got uh, a whole family that email inquired about coaching with Kim. Oh, a shit. daughter she said her mom and dad are interested too <laughs> i was like dude that's wild that's <laughs> i love that so yeah. much um so uh you know she that that she did what i expected i expected her to go three for three mm-hmm. i really did and i expected her to put up a fight in the overall um you know losing the overall it's not fucking fun and it never fucking gets easier and you know what really sucked she was in that overall and kim was in that overall for novice at the same time mm-hmm. Matt literally texted me that she didn't get it as they were announcing that other girl's number over Kim backstage. Dude, oh, I, shit. You know, I, was, I started crying a little bit and I was like, I gotta pull it together. I had like three tears come out and I was like, nope, yeah. not right now. Yeah. Like, I gotta fucking pull it together and keep fucking I, coaching. I have a question. Yeah. Cause I'm sure many people are wondering. Yeah. How do you, it was eight clients, right? Nine. Yeah. Nine. How do you manage nine clients in a day competing? Yeah. So, I'm not even going to bullshit or front. I give way more to my clients in show day than anyone else does. Sure. Like, I mean, no one waited more than five minutes for a response. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was dialed the fuck in. I'm able to compartmentalize and categorize everyone very, very well. They're also, they also highly respect everything that I do for them. And you know, that makes it much easier. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously I post up in the Facebook group, 
if you are not competing today, do not contact me. Sure. It better be a goddamn emergency Mm -hmm. if you're contacting me today. Mm -hmm. Um, So the client supporting their teammates and their teammates successes by allowing me to have that day off for just those nine clients was huge. Like they have just as much to do with the 16 wins. My clients who, you know, didn't hit me up on Saturday, who, you know, allowed it to wait, who, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. they had just as much to do with this as myself. Mm -hmm. I was able to shuttle all the energy into these people and get 16 class wins. That's a team Mm -hmm. effort. Mm -hmm. So we started at, uh, Actually, I didn't have to start that early because most of the shows are being run a little odd. So I didn't uh, I, I got up around 3 a.m. and I was studying. Every, I was that was before anyone checked in. Um, I got up because I couldn't sleep. Quite frankly, I was so excited. I knew it was going to be a huge day mm-hmm. and I had really good feelings about it. And uh, so I got up around 3 a.m. and I just started scrolling all nine clients. I was looking through all of their check ins. I was looking back on previous data from uh, previous things that we've tried and just kind of finalizing my plans for their peak based on, you know, a multitude of scenarios. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, John and Jasmine about at the gym. Whenever I think about these things, it's like a huge spider web, right? There's like, they're going to wake up one of, you know, three ways. Mm-hmm. Right. And based on one of these three ways, it goes into, you know, there's five options we can do with either of these three ways. And then each option, you know, has its own, recourse after that of where we're going to go ahead and that recourse has you know good and bad items that can happen from that so for the good we keep we continue down that route for the bad we have to have fixes right so there's a whole spider web Mm -hmm. of kind of how i think about things and how i view it yeah and so i was just kind of you know going through and kind of putting my ducks in because honestly there's a reason i've never had nine clients compete on the same day and it's like quite frankly my standard for competition is really fucking high Mm -hmm. And again, if the 16 wins in 12 hours doesn't fucking prove that, then I don't know what will. Like, I don't just let anyone compete. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not, you know, very uh, common. I know that that's not like the norm. I know that a lot of people are really turned off by me for that. But, you know, when you step on stage and get fourth versus you step on stage and you win, there's a huge difference. And mm-hmm. like the, the time that it takes to the work that it takes to earn the win is so, so, so worth it. Right. So um, I was up at three. At about 4.30, um, I started kind of getting like actually out of bed, pacing around. I came out here. I took down some notes um, after I was done kind of assessing everything. Then I was done with the notes around like 5.15-ish, and then I went for uh, about an hour and 10-minute walk. It was the first check-in started happening at 6.30 a.m. Um, so I was just walking around the neighborhood with Pepe. I uh, just really get my mind right and stuff for the day. Um, then check-in started rolling in. I got the first wave of check-ins done. We left the house about 6.50, uh, went down to the venue. I just wanted to be available. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be available for everyone who's here in Austin. I wanted to go ahead and get set up there. Um, and then, you know, as the morning went on, um, you know, everyone else started checking in. We started getting things right um, and, and, and cranking in the right direction for everybody. Um, almost everyone. Yeah. Uh, basically, everyone woke up how I anticipated them you know, waking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only wild card really was Phil because Phil's physique's been really fighting us the last three weeks. I'm not sure why. Truthfully, I've never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. And we really, really, really had to pull off some shit to pull this thing together. Um, like it was, it was brutal. What we had to go through to pull this thing together. Okay. Phil actually showed up to a show with classic physique being our number one. Like we're there for classic, not really bodybuilding. We're okay. just going to do bodybuilding mm-hmm. because, you know, we're able to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have a future in either of them, but I do think he's more suited right now for classic. And he showed up and they measured him an inch and a half shorter than he thought he was. <laughs> so again, you know, there we were over the weight limit too. Yeah. So we could only do light heavyweight bodybuilding. You yeah. know, he pulled two W's um, in the light heavyweight bodybuilding, um, which was huge. I mean, you show up intending to do something else and then you come for this and you get W's like, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I was happy with that, but I was really fucking pissed that we couldn't put those classic trunks on and really see what he looks like up in a classic physique lineup. Um, I feel like we would have had more W's same with Brandon. You know, if Brandon was able to get in classic physique, you know, we would have had 20 wins, um, you know, on the day between those two. Um, so you know, it it is what it is, right? You just, now we know what they think that you fucking, what your height is. Yeah. Um, 
So I was just I, I was just posted up in the room uh, and Kim and Dan kind of opened up the room to Team Haley for the day, which is really kind of them. Uh, they had a massive fucking room. They did. It was huge. That big. We had like 14 people in there. Jesus Christ. We were having a fucking party in that room. Ohio State was playing. Yeah, and Ohio State was playing. We were watching the game after uh, Brandon got off bodybuilding before the women went. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was fantastic. But you know, how do you peak everyone in that time frame? It's one client at a time. Right. And three of my clients from that day told me I felt like I was your only client competing today. And I appreciate that. Oh, nice. Right? It's one client at a time. If I'm on my phone, I'm responding to someone. My clients understand that. Mm-hmm. And I'm responding to this person. Um, 100% here in that message and, and what they need to do. I put my phone away. I watch you pose. I pull up your protocols. I see what we've done. I assess where you're at now. And I, you know, game plan, what we need to do mm-hmm. when you're dealing. And I, I try to do this with my check-ins too. When, whenever you're dealing with you know, one check-in, one update, one training video, one question, one, anything, that's the only one that matters. It doesn't matter that there's like more coming in because there's always going to be more coming in. Right. Like I have, a, I have a huge team mm-hmm. and I have a pretty decent sized roster. There's always going to be more, but this one person is the only one that matters right now because their message is one that's open or they're the one that's posing directly in front of you. Nothing else matters because your job is to make this person, this person hired you not so that you could have nine other people compete that day. It was so that you could bring them in to their absolute best on game day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I take great pride and responsibility in that. I could have had 30 people competing mm-hmm. and it would have been mm-hmm. the exact same thing. And so, you know, you hold you you hold yourself to this extremely high standard, extremely high expectation of winning. And that's very, 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 very rare. There's a lot of coaches who say it, but they don't live it. Mm-hmm. Like I live for winning. Yeah. And it's evident in in my work. And that's how I exude my work, you know, my passion and my competitiveness out in my clients. Like I said, my Instagram post, you know, I appreciate them allowing me to exude my competitiveness through mm-hmm. you because I know it's not always easy. Because the expectation, it really is that high. Like winning your class is cool, but winning overall is cooler. Mm-hmm. Winning overall is cool, but, you know, earning your pro card with a W is cooler. Like, you know, getting top 10 on your first pro show is cool, but winning and getting Olympia qualification is cooler. Like it's always more. Mm-hmm. Winning one Olympia is cool, but two is cooler. Mm-hmm. Like it's always going to be more. Yeah. And like that's a, that's right where my mind goes. It's like you check off the box of the W and now we need the overall and you don't check that box off and it leaves this fucking stinging. Yeah, you got one and you're, but you're not done. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's not, it, you know, I mean, quite like I shared Alexa and I's conversation earlier today, it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. L- losing isn't acceptable. Mm-hmm. We were knocking on the door of two overalls and we should have fucking got it. And, you know, she she needed to be more prepared and that's all me mm-hmm. so now we need to fix that moving forward and now in dallas she's going to be more prepared and i feel very confident about what's going to happen on that stage in dallas um in three weeks i'm really fucking excited about it cecily three class dubs that's awesome mm-hmm. they didn't have overalls for true novice or novice Second place in the overall, another mm-hmm. second. Alexa got second in the overall. Kim mm-hmm. got second in the overall. Brandon got second in the, in the, in the novice overall. Mm-hmm. So many fucking second places. Mm-hmm. Daria got three fucking second places on the day. Like these things aren't acceptable. Yeah. Not from the client, from me. Yeah. I obviously need to do something to bring better. And like Kim and I were talking about, I don't know, Daria and I were talking about a lot of competitors are okay with second place. Like that's a huge win for them. Sure. They're going to go have fucking ice cream and, you know, booze it up and be super fucking excited. And yeah. like, you know, it's they, like they you're in class. Like, you got to be past. Yeah, you great. Exactly. But do you want the A? That's kind of, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. And it's just, that's not, it's just not that way. Yeah. It, it, it's not that way here. And again, you know, a lot of people listening to this, you're probably going to be turned off by that. That's okay. Because I'm definitely not for everybody. Sure. I'm for people who truly live to win. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, all my competitors who compete over the weekend live to win. Like mm-hmm. winning is what matters. It's not, you know, how high your food can stay during prep or how low your farty, your cardio can go or, um, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it, like winning is what matters. And, you know, that's, that's just what separates us. Like we don't chase clout. We chase W's. I would hope most people can kind of take that as an analogy, you know, yeah. of 
with whatever you're doing in your life, do it with the point, that same exact passion or that same exact effort to go for that A instead of that B. Yeah. It's really easy to get B's. Yeah. Everyone's getting a fucking, I mean, everyone in the world's getting a C. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy shit. Like if you're, not, gets, C, you're just not trying. A- average is a C. You work pretty, you work decently hard. It's a B. You, you're the best. You're an A. You're exceptional. You're an A. And like yeah. exceptional is the expectation. So, you know, we came out and, you know, I made the post the next day about like 16 class wins. Like why it hasn't, why it hasn't completely settled in yet is because of those second places and because of the losses that we took as well. Like we have to fix those. Mm-hmm. We have to fix the losing. Um, and that's exactly what we're going to do. That's what we're focusing on right now with everybody. Um, so um, really, really proud of that. Let's see. Brooke, man, Brooke killed it. Brooke brought home two first place finishes um, in her first ever bikini show. That was a pretty expedited prep as well. That was about a nine week prep. Okay. Um, a show popped up. Um she said nine weeks. I was like, fuck, we're going to have to put, I told her, we're going to have to push. Mm-hmm. Brooke has such a great mentality on um, like being challenged. Mm-hmm. And quite when, when she started, quite frank, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how like all in with her mentality she was in terms of fitness. Okay. I knew that she was extremely motivated mm-hmm. with like growing her brand, being passionate about helping others in fitness about, you know, being better herself and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's vastly different than being passionate about getting W's on stage. Yeah. And throughout this prep, I, I like, I knew before we started the prep that she was all in. That's why I brought it up to her. Nice. Yeah. Throughout the prep, I mean, we had to push hard, mm-hmm. like really hard. Nine weeks and, is pretty fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, obviously she was pretty lean to start. Yeah. So it's not like she was like super, I mean, she was like behind, not super far behind. Yeah. Um, and we made up really fucking impressive ground, quite frank, uh, to be, um, you know, where she is right now, which is a two time class winner, um, in bikini. That's huge. Um, that's, that's very big. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud of that through this prep, you know, she was pushing, 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 pushing. I was dropping food. I was raising cardio, all that stuff. There was never a complaint. There was never anything but extreme optimism in all of her check-ins. And that's how I knew that she was falling in love with the sport. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she told me, you know, on Saturday after the show, you know, she was thanking me for my help, thanking me for helping her, you know, find her passion, her calling in the sport. But, you know, she mentioned that like, she she wants to be great at this and mm-hmm. Brooke has what it takes to be great at this. And you know, that's that's really, really, really fun. That that's just that's fun to coach. All my clients who compete on Saturday, like all of them have the ability to be really special here. Mm-hmm. And all of them really love the stage a lot. Um, so you know, Brooke getting two W's, um, and then you know, coming up short in the open class. That was huge. But now, you know, there's things we get to correct. We get to correct coming up short mm-hmm. and, you know, we get to turn that around and, um, man, Phil, I said, Phil had a hellacious week. He had an awful, awful, awful week. And, um, you know, I was learning through that week, um, as well because, you know, his body just like inflamed up and like shot up, mm. just started like resisting everything. Interesting. So, man, we had to cut water all the way down. Do you think it's because his body reacted like in a stressful way? I think it was. I mean, um, it's really hard to pinpoint. I've been going back through the notes and like trying to pinpoint. And, dude, it's really, really, really difficult Hmm. to pinpoint like what started happening. You know, I know he mentioned to me about when we started adding carbohydrates back in. That's when he feels like his gut just got really inflamed you know, we didn't really have time to go back and like look at the sources or anything. We needed to get rid of the inflammation. Yeah. So, you know, we we implemented measures to get rid of that inflammation, get that inflammation down. We utilized some diuretics to, you know, bring some of the water um, off. I mean, dude, we brought off like eight pounds in like 24 hours. Or oh, yeah. Like you that. were saying something bonkers. like that. And he, I mean, he had to drop a lot mm-hmm. and, you know, he was still about eight pounds away from where I really wanted him to be, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, we were on perfect path and trajectory to get there. And quite, I was never able to troubleshoot what the fuck happened there. Interesting. So I've been really obsessive over that data yeah. and like configuring what it the might, fuck it, happened. Cause it most likely might happen again if you don't know what it is. It could, yeah. it could. And you know, I want to prevent that. Yep. 
he's someone who has a ton of ability and talent and I guess, you know, decently high stress job, high stress. In terms of, it's like physically stressful. Yeah. Uh, he works in a really hot environment. Okay. okay. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's stressful for him. Yeah. I wondered, that's why I asked that. I wondered yeah. if he was not really mentally stressed, but maybe his body reacted I think in that, that way. I think that was a big deal. And from my understanding, you know, his, superiors weren't the most supportive of this which okay. also doesn't help um so you know it's it's that's a difficult one but you know we, we need to blow up you know we're gonna blow up um in this improvement phase we're gonna get a lot better and 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 you know next time we're gonna get even more w's i mean shit we still put out two wins yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. that's really good yeah. right um so you know two wins came from there and then uh katrina you know, she, she's, you know, my only competitor this week that doesn't compete in the NPC. Um, she looked good. Know, she, yeah. I mean, she's lean. Yeah. She, she got really hard. She was, I mean, she was, she was in way better shape than the, uh, than the, uh, women's physique girls we saw at the, yeah. Tela. <laughs> they were weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. But you know, K- Katrina, she worked really hard for that. You know, she started with me and, um, you know, she started with me. Um, I definitely wanted to see her drop some body fat. I can't remember. I think she started with me around maybe January, February of this year. Might have been, it might've been March. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the earlier months of the year. And, um, you know, I, I remember she really, 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 really wanted to be part of the team. Um, I think I like answered maybe a question in Q and a or something, or maybe okay. just in DMS Okay, made her really want to be part of the team. And, um, you know, she ended up, you know, biting the bullet, coming on board. She had some hesitations at first, um, you know, like a lot of people do. Uh, like, do I really want to deal with this crazy motherfucker? <laughs> no, but she, you know, she, she came on board and, you know, she's executed at a really high level. Um, since, the, you know, obviously there was quarantine that affected all of these people. All these people um, were my clients during that quarantine phase. And she was being extremely innovative with her workouts, like still getting it in. Uh, she had friends like lending her equipment uh, oh, cool. to utilize uh, so that she could continue improving. I mean, she was really serious about earning her pro card, yeah. you know, in her federation. And, you know, Saturday came and we did exactly that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was really, really lean. Um, I definitely wanted to see her a lot harder, mm-hmm. but it's also not an NPC stage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had Renee earlier in the year get, I still don't know what the fuck happened there. I mean, quite like that was, that was, it was almost as bad as Kim. It was almost <laughs> as bad as Kim losing. Yeah. Like, I mean, she was so much better than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than those other girls, but you know, she got docked yeah. because she brought like NPC conditioning Just to too much a show. It was like yeah. too much. Um, I think that's so stupid. So it's so fucking stupid. How, how can yeah. somebody, I mean, in, that's not real bodybuilding. Yeah. You know, so, you know, with Katrina, I did kind of dummy it down a little bit. I made sure, you know, I didn't really want her like full to the fucking gills. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I didn't want it to be too much. Uh, she hired me to earn her pro card and win. And, you know, we earned two pro cards mm-hmm. um, on that day and two overall wins. Um, so, you know, that was really, that was, that was really a special day for her. I'm very, very proud of her for that. Um, you know, she's worked really hard and, you know, she, she's a massage therapist, so she has a very active job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, her food never got super low or cardio never got super high in terms of, um, right. Comparing one plan to the next, but she, she really does turn over food at an extremely high. She turns over nutrients at a very high rate. So like her, she was suffering bad mm. on paper. It didn't look that bad, mm-hmm. but she was struggling there. Like she was wow. pushing the hunger really hard. The energy, you know, really low. Yeah. Um, but you know, she, she kept saying to me, you know, I'm gonna use Katie younger as my motivation. Nice. You know, I turned <laughs> there you go. In, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, start as my motivation. Like she can do it. Like I can do it. Like, you know, X, Y, Z stuff. I need to earn this pro card and all that. Yeah. Um, and you know, so again, we checked the box there yeah. and she did a fantastic job and she absolutely crushed it. Um, you know, she, she asked a lot of questions quite frank, but it was all fucking worth <laughs> it in the end. <laughs> so it, 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 Katrina asks a lot of questions cause she always just wants to like, reaffirm yeah that like what i said was right and sometimes i like lol sometimes i i actually lol yeah yes you know that 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 is what i meant don't worry worry. but she she got the dot like it's cool to see you know she hired me and in her application she said you know i want to turn pro Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. in this federation and you know now now i don't 
coach for outside that federation other than the few people I have on my roster that are mm-hmm. in different federation. I only do NPC. Yeah. So at the time I was like, let's figure it. We'll, we'll figure it out along the way. Right. I've coached people in all federations before. They've all had, you know, good success. Um, but I, I know this meant a lot to her. And so it was cool to see that, you know, come to fruition. Yeah. Right. It was really, really cool to see the end uh, reward from all of the work, especially with all the show setbacks. Mm-hmm. Show keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And, you know, finally, finally, the reward was caught. It felt like, you know, you were chasing a rabbit mm-hmm. and, you know, finally catching that rabbit twice. Mm-hmm. You know, we struck lightning twice in one yeah, day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was really fun. Cool to see lots of fucking winning, man. Just so much winning. What, you know, I looked down this list, you know, I have everyone's name right here and like, like Alexa's peak was very backloaded, right? In the front, we really depleted her. We kept her depleted. I thought she looks, you know, better without food and with food. Her show day, there wasn't much food. Jasmine's peak week was started off low. We gradually increased food, increased food, increased food. Show day, tons of food, mm-hmm. like a bolus of food. Mm-hmm. Starting off with McDonald's for breakfast mm-hmm. and, you know, then holding it and filling out further and further from there. Kim, we didn't change a thing one time during peak week at mm-hmm. all. She's been ready for three weeks. She's I, been ready for a national station three. Do you three think, weeks. Jasmine, the result would have been different if Jasmine still felt bloated? For those yeah, stage. because remember Abriana, like yeah. Jasmine was having bowel movement issues, yep. which any you know, competitor knows um, is is uh, very common on show day. Sure, and Abriana like massage her stomach yeah. down, you know, yeah. like pushing her like colon down essentially. Yeah. And then Jasmine had a very relieving bowel movement, and then she felt better on stage. No, she was still to smoke those girls. Yeah, okay. Um, like the only reason it was close in her class because Jasmine is kind of a thin figure girl. Yep. But the conditioning like wasn't even close. Yeah. And like, you know, the other girl was really big, but mm-hmm. there was no conditioning. Man, that was a big, that was a big fight. Yeah. They were, they were going back and forth. Yeah. That was, that was a heavyweight showdown, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They kept making them pose, making them turn, making them all that stuff. Yep. That was entertaining. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Um, Brandon's peak week was, was pretty interesting. You know, it was a lot of just more stress mitigation than anything else. Uh, we did a really unique diuretic protocol that worked on, I mean, every single one of these people, they couldn't have peaked better than they did. Um, like with what we were working with, they, I mean, it was, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm so I have not missed a fucking peak all year, which I'm amazed by. Um, <laughs> means last you, means you like figured that. it, you're starting <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> I, I, I think I've cracked the code yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, but, you know, Brandon's peak was intense. You know, we we did an intense water cut from uh, four gallons daily down to um, like, what, 24, like 30 ounces of water. Oh, wow. Um, on Friday. Yeah. Um, like we, we did a massive water cut. And I mean, he woke up really flat with fucking nails, dude. He woke up like fucking dry. Did you still bone. do the protocol you're telling us? Uh, the heavy carb load day on I did, Friday? I did a pretty heavy carb load on Thursday. Thursday. He had around 500 and some carbs. That's I what believe. it was. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, um, I didn't end up having to push fat as high as I thought I was going to. He held a good look all day. But I didn't want to stress his, phys- I didn't want to stress his body too much by having back-to-back bolus food days on mm-hmm. top of an intense diuretic protocol, on top of an intense water cut, mm-hmm. and on top of huge sodium manipulation. We we elevated sodium greatly. I mean, we started the week around like four thousand milligrams, and we ended the week around either sixty-five hundred or seven thousand milligrams Damn. a day. Yeah. Um, so. You know, there was enough variables at play that I wanted to kind of play it safe there. And also I saw his conditioning. And I mean, again, out of everyone, every bodybuilder, every male in that show outside the overall bodybuilding winner, he was the most conditioned guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I, I wanted that to be the case. I mm-hmm. wanted it to be fucking peeled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how it was. He was peeled. He was dry. He was full. He was hard. It was fantastic. Um, Cecily's peak, there was a lot of food. The more she ate, the better she looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daria's peak, not dissimilar from Kim's. It seems like we kind of kept things pretty stable. We added some food. We did some slight water manipulation. Um, we, we, we just, we did slight manipulations, but nothing too drastic. You know, Brooke, very, very stable. Phil, the opposite of stable. <laughs> <laughs> we pushed his ass fucking hard yeah. and he had, 
you know, he, we had to force the physique to come together. And you guys know that I always preach about don't work against it, work with it. There was no working with it anymore. It was Mm -hmm. all forced. We pulled out two fucking wins by doing that. Katrina's peak, pretty stable. Uh, You know, we raise food. We cut water at the end for, you know, a little bit. We cut water only like Friday starting like five. We Mm -hmm. cut water. Um, And, and then, you know, we, we had sips leading into the show. Cause again, you know, I want her to look pretty fucking hard. I want her to look like she could be competitive on NPC stage. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. That's how she showed up. And, you know, it it all works perfectly. We raised sodium a bit. Um, We, you know, raised food a bit and she woke up looking really hard, really good on show day. And then on show day, I kept food very moderate, mm-hmm. very, very, very moderate food. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to blur her physique at all. I just wanted to hold her where she was. You know, I know she was really hungry on show day, but honestly, it's about winning. Um, mm-hmm. That's hunger doesn't fucking matter on show day. It's just about W's. Mm-hmm. So everyone's peak here was so vastly different. None of these two, um, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe Daria and Brooks, we can kind of draw a parallel between, but nobody else's was even, you know, really close to one another. Um, that, man, that's just so exciting about Peak Week. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking exciting about Peak Week. So um, next next up, our next big week is three weeks. I have Austin actually competing um, as well. I, he, he's not going to be in Dallas with us. Um, he's going to be out on the West Coast. He's going to be, he looks really good. He's really starting to dial it in. Um, and then I have, um, let's see, Ces- Cecily, Brandon, Kim, Alexa, Daria. Um, and the same one. They're all competing in Dallas. Just the five? Yeah, just and the then, five. And then Austin and out then in California. Austin out in Cali. Um, that's, it's, it's going to be fucking fun. It's I can't, fun. I was going to say, I can't wait for when all of these people who are, you know, as they're growing into their competition lifestyle yeah. when they all start competing with each other i know yeah. i know like it's it gonna be fun watching fun. alexa and jasmine battle on it overall yeah and you know i'm looking at this paper i'm looking at this paper right here in front of me and like i'm not saying this because i'm their coach i'm saying this comes this is reality i care about i have much more passion about bodybuilding than fucking uh sucking up to any of my clients i think you guys all know that now alexa will be an ipv pro mm-hmm. jasmine can be an ipv pro she really goes all in with it Kim will be an IBB pro. Brandon, IFBB. Cecily, Daria, IFBB. Brooke, if she keeps going all in with it, she gives it time, she can be. Phil, same fucking thing. I'm looking at the talent that's right here in front of me that's just getting started. Mm-hmm. It's so fresh and ripe. Mm-hmm. And they because have many even, of them were novice. Yeah. Yeah. Almost all of them. And I know they have a good leader. I know they're in good hands. Mm-hmm. I know they they trust me with it. I mean, the talent that, that went down this weekend is unreal. That mm-hmm. just started their careers. Mm-hmm. And you're starting your career with W's. You're not starting your career with, you know, fifth and fourth place finishes. You're starting yeah. with wins. That's a good momentum. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't start with wins. <laughs> a majority of people don't fucking start with wins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be really cool to watch this unfold, but um, I guess you can say the team dominance continues. We just keep fucking getting better, man. I'm really impressed by everybody. I'm really impressed by the team. I'm impressed by what's been built here. I'm really fucking proud of everybody. Um, the expectation is winning. And like I said, 16 wins in 12 hours. That was dope. But we, you know, we had a lot of losses there too. And we need to correct those losses. We are going to correct those losses. I'm not sure when I'm not sure if they'll be fixed in three weeks. I feel confident that some of them will be, but I know that, and you know, over time they're going to be fixed, mm-hmm. and that's going to turn into overall wins. You know, all these people are young. Um, all, all, all these people are, are just—they all just got into the NPC. They're all young. A lot of them, this was their first time. You're already starting with wins. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how rare that is because yeah. they know nothing but that. Yeah, and I've seen it all. Yeah, you know, I start my my first show. I got last place. Yeah, so you've been through it too. I've been through it, and and I've seen it in clients. You know, yeah. I've helped a lot of clients. Um, you know, earlier in my career, I was helping a lot of people. You know, they were fifth place, sixth place, fourth mm-hmm. place, seventh place. You know, whatever it might be. I mean, you guys are starting with W, so I'm really fucking proud of you guys. I'm proud to be your coach. I'm proud that you guys represent Team Haley Brand. I'm just. Uh, I just I fucking love this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm Just, sad. Justin know. was salty last night because he's like, man, there's not a show coming this weekend. There's no show this weekend. I got really yeah. sad at the gym today. I opened up my gym bag and 
Um, I have this uh, shaker cup that um, I made for my clients here that they 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 used for their pump up. Mm. Um, and uh, Brandon, Jasmine, Alexa all used it. Was uh, I'm not gonna fucking tell you what the mix is. <laughs> I share way too much. On yeah, yeah, yeah. And they you know, they 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 mixed it up. And you know, they took swigs of it, and you know, obviously it helped them out real well, right? But uh, the shaker cup was in my bag. The digest aid was in my bag. And the resistance bands were in my back from this past weekend. I looked at Megan. I'm like, dude, honestly, fuck this weekend. Like, so, so this weekend, <laughs> this weekend, you know, I actually, I'm very, very, very fucking excited. We're going out to Arizona uh, mm-hmm. to spend time with Dylan and Lauren. We're going to uh, a back-to-back rave. We have Ethan and Lexi driving down. Mm-hmm. Nat's going to be out there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be dope, right? Yeah. So we have that going down and, and, and that to look forward to this weekend. But man, I would give anything just be in our show watching my team dominate. <laughs> Fucking anything. Yeah. God damn it's it. It's good to take a break. It, it is good to take a break. But then we're back at it. Three yep. weeks. Yep. And then we go to Orlando for uh national uh, uh then for the nationals. Um and you know, really the the rest of the year's bodybuilding competitions, which I would never want it any other fucking way. Yep. So um Alexa, Jasmine, Kim, Brandon, Cecily, Daria, Brooke, Phil, Katrina for to you guys. Thank you. Just thank you for trusting me. Thank you for believing in the vision. Thank you for allowing me to go all in with my competitiveness and exude it through you. And thank you guys for fucking winning, dude. Fucking winning. That's what matters. Um, to everyone who supported, whether you're on Team Haley, not on Team Haley, again, thank you. Like, that shit means the world to me. I know how hard my clients go, and I know the expectation that they're held to. And it's not easy being a client here. It's not easy being a client here from you know dealing with me as your coach. But then also the outside perspective. I mean, every single show we've been to this year, my clients who have taken have told me like, oh, fuck, like this person backstage was talking about like you and like the team and like it's intimidating. Mm -hmm. Fuck, yeah, we're intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like Kim got off stage after she was the best bikini girl up there. She got off stage and she didn't win. I was livid. Yeah. Kim knew I was fucking livid. I don't I'm not there to fucking sugarcoat or hide it. Mm -hmm. I run this thing like a football team. Right. Bad things happen and you get fucking pissed off because everything was set up to be perfect and right. And then something outside of our control prevented it from being perfect and right. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. I hate losing and my clients need to hate losing as much as I hate losing for this to work. And I'm proud of you know you guys for choosing me to be your coach when you know there's a lot of people who are way easier to work with. Who are just going to blow smoke up your ass about like, you know what? Like W's is what we come for. You know, W's is what we focus on. The X, Y, Z when they're not actually about that life. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the results show. Yeah. Like you don't come for W's when, you know, people are on stage just not prepared. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about any one person in particular. There really is just that's kind of the nature of the beast. Right. A lot of yeah. people care more about bodies on stage than the quality. Mm-hmm. It's on stage. Mm-hmm. There's not a right and wrong way to do it. Yeah. But, you know, with me, it's my name and the Mahaley name is going to fucking win because mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm about. And that's that's what I fucking live for. So to you guys, thank you guys. To those who support, thank you. And you know, to the staff here in Austin that fucking went out and made Alexa, Jasmine, Kim, Brandon's first show so special and memorable because they got a roar mm-hmm. every time they walked on stage. Mm-hmm. They, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. So for episode 99, dude, be a fucking winner. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you next time for number 100.